Welcome freedom fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hello, 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 everyone. How is everyone tonight? Welcome, welcome, welcome to my YouTube channel for those that are following from YouTube and those that are following from Facebook. Listen, I have a treat tonight for you guys. I have a huge treat. I have a special guest here tonight coming to share some words of wisdom and some deliverance. And we're here to answer some questions. And we just want to help empower to build the body of Christ and all that God has called us to do. So listen, we having a good time, a good time, a good time tonight. So I hope y'all strapped in, ready to go, got your anointing all ready and whatever <laughs> else, listen, whatever else the Holy Spirit leads us to do, that is exactly what we will do in Jesus name. So um, I am excited to present to you tonight, Mr. Lockie Jessup, and I will allow him to introduce himself tonight and tell you a little bit about of his background as we get started. For those that are logging in now, please, please, please make sure you tell me where you're logging in from. I want to hear from you. Hey, April, how are you doing today? How are you doing? I'm excited. So as you're logging in, you know I like to engage and talk and chit chat back and forth. So tell me where you're logging in from as he is giving his introduction. It is on you now, Lockie. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, thanks so much for the for the opportunity to speak to your people, Tina. Yeah. Um, yeah, privileged to, and honored to, honored to be a part of it. So yeah, I um I come from Gold Coast, Australia. I've been a Christian my whole life. I um I didn't really get very spirit filled or spirit led until the last few years. Um, my parents are former pastors, very spirit filled family. I grew up around deliverance, around the prophetic from a very young age. I was exposed to the spiritual gifts to at a very high level from you know 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, wow. Because it was my parents' ministry, not just pastoring and running a church. You know, I would see deliverance happen every week. Um, I would see deliverance books around the house as a kid, and I'd be uh, I'd be picking them up and reading them before school. I didn't even know what was going on, so wow. I knew that was what the Holy Spirit was trying to plant in me from a very young age. I got exposed to these things, and I never knew what it was like to not believe in it. And from that age, um, I spent many years going and doing my own thing. But when I really came back to God and came serious in my mid twenties about spirit filled gifts and um, just really being spirit-led as a believer and living in deep repentance, I started to realize that not many other people had been exposed to the level of spirituality that I had been. And it was it's one scary thing to admit, but it's it's also scary to admit that other people don't know what you're talking about. Right. And I saw so much breakthrough in my life from the gifts and people operating in deliverance. You know, I had 
I, I, I used to have such bad depression that the doctors told me I could never come off medication. Otherwise, I would be at too high, high, too, too high risk of suicide. Um, but I had deliverance and it was gone and never took them again. Um, wow. Now, I'm not, encouraging, I'm not encouraging anyone to do that. Always seek your doctor's advice. But that's something right. the Holy Spirit led me to do. Uh, and I knew the power of deliverance. You know, I had many fears, bad anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder. Everything was broken off through deliverance and going through layers of deliverance and healing. And now I'm completely, totally free. And I want to be able to preach that same message to people to know that that option is out there. You don't have to swallow pills your whole life. You don't have to mindlessly, you know, attend church or, you know, just in hopes that it may happen. The healing is there and it's up to us to be able to use it, utilize it and equip it. Because as the Bible says, Jesus said for us to heal the sick. He didn't say to pray and hope you get sick. He told us to do it because we carry the power to do it. So carrying the power to do it, we've got to learn how to do that. If we want to help the sick, we want to pray the sick, we want to cast at the demons, we need to learn how to do it ourselves. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm excited to have you here today. For those of you that are joining me tonight, we are talking about deliverance. Anything in regards to deliverance, we're going to touch on some specific topics of witchcraft and spiritual legal rights. And so our guest here was telling us about his history and growing up and being filled with the spirit rather early in his life and how it has transitioned into his adulthood and how he was delivered delivered and set free from depression, right? And no longer taking medications per the Holy Spirit's leading and guidance. So <laughs> we're here to give you guys some tips, some tools, some strategies, and the wisdom of the Lord as he leads us tonight. If you are logging in tonight, we are going to do a cash app giveaway tonight. So right now, if you are online, I want you to share this broadcast with someone you know that could utilize this powerful teaching right tonight. So go now and share. When you're done sharing with three people, I want you to type in the comments, done. When you are done, type done, type those three. You will be entered into our cash app giveaway tonight. And for the winner, they will receive a cash gift prize from Flawed and Free tonight for your participation and for you sowing into this ministry with your time. Glory be to God. So we receive it and we shall go forth in Jesus name. If this is your first time visiting my YouTube channel or even on on Facebook, my name is Tina and to the YouTube world I am known as the Holy Ghost filled home girl and to globally I am known as Tina the warrior princess. And so here we slay all day every day in Jesus Amen. name. And so I am also the host of Flawed and Free podcast and this is the place where we save souls and we set the captives free glory be to god by slaying your spiritual goliaths through deliverance mm. and spiritual warfare so i'm excited to be here with you look sarah said done yes yeah, she's entered glory 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 thank you for participating sarah look like you were about to say something Lockie. you're about oh, to no, say something. I was just, yeah I was oh. just saying amen to what you're saying. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. So I want to just 
um, kind of enter into prayer. We want to invite the Holy Spirit, you and I. Let's corporately prepare the soil for the seeds that will be placed in this broadcast tonight. And as you are chiming in and tuning in and partnering with me, we are partnering with the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing without him. Apart from him, we are nothing. So let's you and I and all of the listeners that are listening now, if you have your prayer language or your heavenly language, let's get it. Let's go and let's invite the fire of the Holy Ghost into this broadcast tonight. And we are going to pray in the spirit. It's my broadcast. That's what we finna do. And I already know that it's covered in the blood of Jesus because I've already gone before the Lord for him to continue to cover us and keep us covered in him in Jesus name. So we are going to pray right now in Jesus name. Thank you Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We invite you here in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Ekarobo siya ramonolobosa. Rikata yesiya remonolobosi. Ramonolobosi. Reketa la masandele remonolobosi. Reketa yeramonolobosa. Yeramonolobosi. Rikoto yesiya ramonolobosi. Yeramonoleketa la masa. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the opportunity, Father, to come before the throne of grace. We thank you, Father, as I partner and yoke my faith right now with the kingdom of heaven, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you right now as we come before your throne, Father, we thank you for all of the things that we have done, Father, known and unknown, seen and unseen, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you now, Father God, that you expose and that you show that you uproot and that you reveal every single area of our lives, Father, that is not pleasing unto you as we are coming before you, as we are praying and asking you, Father, to help us, Father, to enter into the inner courts. Father God, we desire to be in your presence. Father God, we desire to go from the holy place into the holy of holies if we see and you see us fit and desire to be so, Father, for we allow and we align ourselves with your will. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we ask you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We ask you, Father God, that you will show us who we are in our 
ourselves, who we are in you, what you have called us to do, the people you have called us to serve this day and even beyond this day in this prayer. Father God, I ask right now, Father God, as we repent and ask for forgiveness for ourselves, for our generations past and even in the future, Father God. Father God, I stand in the gap right now and intercede on behalf of my ancestors and all of the sins and the iniquities, the transgressions and the trespasses that we have entered into, Father, knowingly, unknowingly. Father God, I disconnect right now and I come out of agreement with anything, Father, that you did not send nor lend nor allow in our lives in Jesus' name. Father God, I ask for your repentance and your forgiveness now. Father God, I pray that every sin of commission, every sin of omission, every sin, hidden sin, Father, anything, Father, that you will cover it right now in the blood of Jesus Christ. Father God, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that whatever it is that you decree and declare to come upon this live tonight, that it be so, that it uplift your name, that it send those to you that do not know you, for those that desire a relationship that is closer with you. Father God, we ask that the wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, that it fall fresh upon our minds in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray that the infilling of the Holy Spirit will fill us again as we purge and pour ourselves out of ourselves. Right now in the name of Jesus, I give you, Father, an empty vessel. Right now in the name of Jesus, and I ask that you fill us, that you fill us, that you fill us, that our vats, Father God, will not just be filled to capacity, but they will be filled to overflowing in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come in agreement with the will, the way, and the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Let your will be done. Nonetheless, your will above our own in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for loosing your angelic armies of assistance in the name of Jesus to come right now to sing your praises, to uplift your holy name in the name of Jesus. We thank you. 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 And Father God, we receive right now the anointing oil that flows from the throne of grace all the way from the tops and the crowns of our heads down to the soles of our feet. Father God, may it flow unhindered, without delay, without any blocks. In the names of Jesus, Father God, I pray right now that you cover us and you cloak us and you saturate us in your blood. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I pray that any demonic powers or entities, any demonic systems or businesses, any monitoring or messenger spirits that may be listening to this live, looking to gather and to collect intel, to take back to the enemy's camp. We now cut off all devices, all devices right now in the name of Jesus, anything Thing that has been set forth, Father, demonically to be used against us. Father, in Jesus' name, I cut off right now all of their surveillance devices, anything that they will use today or even in the future. Father God, I bind and come against any pending plots or plans or ploys or schemes of attack from the enemy over my brother right now in the name of Jesus, where he is. Father God, I come against any spirit of backlash. I come against every spirit of retaliation. I come against every spirit of vindication. 
persecution and vengeance that will come against him for his obedience and partnership with this ministry. Father God, for he is here to serve your people as you have sent him to lead and to share the wisdom and the word of God. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for we know, Father, that you are loosing the angels right now, Father, to assist us, to support us, to go ahead of us, to force out, to drive out, to cleanse out all evil, all wicked, all unclean, lying, tormenting, and perverse spirits. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that the blessings of the Lord shall go forth, that anything that has been released upon Lockie's life, his family, his future, his generation, his ministry, in the name of Jesus, that it shall prevail for the gates of hell shall not in the name of Jesus. Father God, we stand up and we arise in our authority right now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we ask that you fill us with your fire. Hey, Freedom Fighters, sorry to interrupt, but I have great news you're going to be so excited about. We have opened up semester two of our Freedom Fighters Mentorship Academy. For those that missed semester one, no worries. We now have our new registration that is open. It will be closing February 25th, so you do not want to wait. In semester two, we will be covering strategic prayer and prophecy, prophetic watchmen and prayer watches, the art of intercession, spiritual midwifery, soul ties, dreams and dream interpretations, inner healing and so much more. So go now to the link in the episode description or you can go to my website at theflawedandfree.com and sign up and register. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. mind. Father God, I give you my mouth. Father God, I give you the members of my body. Father God, I give you my money, my bankers accounts, my checkings accounts, my savings accounts, my health and anything that is connected to me. Anything in alliance associated on allegiance with me. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I decree and declare that you shall go forth and fulfill and release the will of the Father right now as we decree and declare and open heaven as you pour out and open the windows of heaven to pour out your blessing upon us now for we are blessed father god i come into agreement with the covenant that you have made through with us through your blood by your blood in the name of jesus father god i receive the blessings of abraham the abrahamic covenant that you have given unto us father to live to move to rule and to reign to take dominion right now over our lives over our futures and our territories father god increase us enlarge us in every area in jesus name Father God, I pray that you will loose those people that are in bondage, those people that are bound in oppression and depression, anxiety, panic attacks, anything, Father, that the enemy has sought to seek out, to hold them bound. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind every single demon, every single demonic spirit that is sought after your people 
for they have been bought with a price by the blood of Jesus Christ. So right now in Jesus Christ, I command that they be arrested right now in the realm of the spirit. And I bind, I decree and declare that all of their works are now dead works. And a dead work demon in the heavenly realm is a demon that is worthless. In the name of Jesus, I strip every single demonic power and spirit of all of their weaponry right now in the name of Jesus that they are devising against this broadcast right now against our lives right now against our futures right now I bind and arrest and I command them right now by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ that they loose their weaponry right now and they place it at the feet of Yeshua in the name of Jesus Father God Yahweh Gabor do your bidding Father God send your angels Father God to stand and to loose and to fight to contend against the enemy to wrestle the enemy down to send forth father your deliverance your liberty your freedom mm. your salvation in the name of jesus that father god that they will be new newly arise and erect in their transformation that the lord has sought fit for their lives that they will see who they were created to see father god we lose clarity mm. Send your fire, send your fire, send your fire, send your fire, you're refining fire, you're purifying fire. Father God, you're consuming fire right now in the name of Jesus. We believe by faith. By faith. By faith. Receive and release the of the Lord into your hands. Teach our fingers to fight and to war in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. It's not about me. It's not about this ministry. It's not about our schools. It's not about our gifts. It's not about our talents. It's not about anything but you. Father God, loose your divine connections right now. Divine relationships. Father God, loose your divine timetables and your divine calendars to come into sync right now. Anything that is out of order, anything that is dysfunctioning, anything that is misaligned and disaligned, I call it to order now in the name of Jesus by the power and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. May they align now in Jesus' name. May they come to order now in Jesus' name. Release your order. Release your grace. Release your mercy. Release your favor. In the name of Jesus, we receive it now. Receive it, 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 receive it. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. 
Have your way, God. Have your way, God. The angels are descending now. The angels are descending now. We invite you we, as we have shifted the atmosphere to make it conducive for the move of God, the presence of God. Father, we won't say anything. We won't go anywhere. We won't do anything. If you are not with us, if you are not there, Father God, we will not move unless you say move. Father God, we will not stand unless you say stand. And if you say sit, sit, for your word says in Psalms 4610 to be still and know that I am God in the name of Jesus. So Father God, Holy Spirit, right now we ask the Holy Comforter, our counselor, our leader, our advocate right now to advocate, to lead, to guide, to shield, and to cover us. Have your way, have your way as we plant the seeds that you have given us into your sons and your daughters as we set the atmosphere as we prepare the soil to receive the blessings of the Lord I bind every spirit that we are planting tonight out of the ground I arrest and I cut off every spirit's hand in the name of Jesus that has come forth to snatch the seeds out of the ground in the name of Jesus. I send fire upon you now. Fire. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yay! Thank you, Father. Thank you, Taylor. I will lose my mind for the Lord. I will snatch this for the Lord. I will fall out in the floor and and I will do whatever it takes to get into the presence of God and remain there. That's where the blessings and the breakthrough is in the name of Jesus. That dunamis power that God in his sovereign space in the name of Jesus. Father God, invite us in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hey, thank you, Father. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I'm pretty sure you've opened up a portal from heaven there for that kind of prayer. Come on now. Come on. We into the business. The kingdom of heaven down. Mm. In Amen. The name of Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Woo! Thank you, Father. We ready now. We ready now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We ready the now. <laughs> 
Let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm. So let's talk about Sozo Deliverance. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I want you to give your interpretation of Sozo Deliverance. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. That it is not biblical. <clears throat> there may be yeah. many that have not heard of it, don't know anything about it. So give a little background on Sozo Deliverance, what it is and what it's not. So if you don't know, Sozo is an inner healing style ministry that originated from Bethel Church in California. It's labeled as a deliverance ministry, which causes a lot of confusion with people who are actually doing genuine deliverance. Um, with Sozo, they don't they have some principles, right? They, they deal with renouncing and closing doors and dealing with a strong man. However, at no point does Sozo ministers actually cast out demons. So with the renouncing and closing of doors, you're not actually doing anything. You're just um, basically playing games with the demons. You can't medicate a demon out. You can't sozo a demon out. You can't inner heal uh, a, de a demon out. You can't cancel yeah. a demon out. The only way Jesus dealed with them was driving them out, literal casting them out from inside of, of people. So to think that we can resubstitute or redesign um, a genuine ministry of Jesus with our own um, style ministry of inner healing with sozo, it's not biblical that Jesus' disciples didn't do it. Um, and so I don't believe we should either. I think there is a, there is, um, I, I have seen progress in people who, who receive it genuinely. And um, at times, um, at times it can be effective, but it's very difficult to work effectively with it when a lot of SOSA principles don't actually match up with what the Bible says. So they talk about possession and oppression, which aren't biblical words. The original biblical script said demonized, which means to be under the effect of a demon. Possession uh, implies that a demon owns you and oppression implies that a demon is affecting you from outside. So again, it's not, they're not really dealing with demons the right way. You're not actually talking the demon inside you. They're trying to use another way. So you start to see some gray areas. Um, and so they only deal with four open doorways. It's like, um, you know, fear, occult stuff, um, sexual sin and and something else. But when we read the Bible, we see that there is hundreds of doorways. So where do we deal with all the other hundreds of doorways? What about trauma? What what about you know? That's right. Uh, there's uh, anger or, or there's there's so many other things. So I can't see it being very effective if we're not actually dealing with a lot of things. Um, Sozo can help with strongholds in your mind, which is bad thinking patterns, which is the goal of it. But to call it a deliverance ministry isn't it isn't legitimate because you're not actually dealing with the demon. You can't inner heal demons out. They need to be cast out and that's Jesus. final. So I think it's important that when we, if we do seek Sozo and then there is genuine Sozo ministers who really want to help people out, you can deal with strong, I believe you can deal with strongholds with Sozo, but you can't deal with strong mans, which they claim. Strong mans, they, they take, you need to drive them out. They, they can't be talked out. You can't persuade demons out. Anyone who actually does genuine deliverance, casting out literal demons inside of people will tell you that Sozo isn't deliverance. Now, deliverance is already very confusing to understand for many people. So when Sozo, come, when Bethel comes in and starts creating a whole new deliverance ministry and labels it deliverance, it causes even more confusion. And it doesn't help that every charismatic and Pentecostal church is employing this, this style of ministry that isn't even biblical so you got to raise some red flags and say, well, hang on, what are we doing here yet? Why are we replacing the way Jesus did it with our own way? 
okay that's not biblical so i think we gotta we gotta ask ourselves what's really you know where's where's the fruit in it i don't i've seen i've done ministry with hundreds of people many of them have had sozo for years and they didn't get set free i'm still the one casting the demons out so you, you can weaken the power of those demons and cause them to be less effective but yeah they can lay dormant for years go dormant. Uh -huh. those demons have laid dormant for 50 years 60 years 20 years and these are pastors these are genuine spiritual believers and the only way they could ever get rid of those demons is by someone casting the thing out by forcing it out kicking it out so i think it's important to consider for sure. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, that may be unaware of even the Bethel doctrine, it's demonic. It's it's they uh, have a lot of cult like principles that they operate in. And we have seen in deliverance demons that have been connected to um, that ministry and have very clearly stated um, their role in in the Bethel church and mm. their um, operation within the Bethel church. So this isn't hearsay. This isn't just us just gossiping or just sharing a limited. Mm. I mean, these are actual real things that are happening. And when we're unaware, we don't know right about these things. We're ignorant. Then we can fall to the deception of the devil's devices. And this is not yeah. what we want. And so, you know, I know that I wanted to talk about it today. Is it popular? Do people want to hear this, right? No, they mm -hmm. don't. Most times they don't. A lot of times you start mm -hmm. talking about demons and literally a spirit of fear opens up. A spirit yeah. of fear opens up and they're like, what is this? Like, what? Okay, wait a minute. I'm okay talking about angels. I'm okay talking about that. Mm -hmm. But you start talking about demons and people start like, hey, 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 shut that down. Stop talking about it. Right. Mm. I don't want to hear about it. Just tell me something else. Right. Mm. Tell me that I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get a million dollars. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> and just share the prosperity of Jesus with me. And yeah. I'm okay with that. But don't talk to me about demons that I mm. have demons or that I, as a mm. believer, can have demons. And, and many still do not to this very moment believe that believers, Christians can have demons because they yeah. have the Holy Spirit. Can you explain? that that goes into the de demonic possession and oppression sort of yeah thing. so Share whenever you, whenever you want to make a big biblical call on proving which doctrine or theology is right you need to go back to the the original scripts so when we talk about deliverance and, and christians having demons we're not talking about if a demon owns you which is what possessed means now yes. people who say that you can't have demons as a christian will say well the holy spirit owns us well he does but we're not talking about who owns you we're talking about have you given a foothold, a legal right to the, for demons to be in your life? Now, the Bible is very clear in Ephesians uh, that you can give a foothold to the enemy. And we look at many, many other times in the, in the Bible that, uh, you know, even Paul says, I fear you Christians will give it into a different spirit. I fear, yeah. I fear you will receive a different spirit. Sorry. So if Christians can't have demons, what's Paul talking about? He spoke to the to the church in Galatians of spiritual believers and said, um, I fear that you will be enslaved again. Yes. So if we're spiritual believers and we can't be affected by demons, then how are people getting enslaved again? Why is Paul talking about it? See, the Bible, you ask someone oh, uh, who says Christian kind of demons, they'll have no verses. They'll have nothing. Right. They'll say, um, you know, light can't dwell where darkness is. But that's actually talking about not dwelling with people who are in the world in darkness. It's not talking about your temple. So you look at the, the temple of Jerusalem. It had three parts. 
And Jesus saw defilement in the temple because we are temples of the Holy Spirit, remember? And the, in the outer courts of that temple, there were thieves. There were mm -hmm. the merchants with money. And Jesus went out there and drove them. See, the Holy Spirit was at the very core of this temple, which is like an analogy to us. He's at the very core and we have three layers. Well, yes. we have many layers. Holy Spirit is at the core. So we can still allow defilement into our temple by voluntary sin. So that's important to note that the, the same analogy was used when and when Jesus went to the temple of Jeru Jerusalem to drive out the defilement that was in his temple because it had to remain pure. Now, whole, the Holy Spirit isn't limited to just the very core of us. He can flow out through us and do everything. But we can kind of cancel that out by giving footholds to the enemy and not dealing with sin. We kind of um, we don't give the Holy Spirit as much room in our temple as we should be doing. Come on. You know, we can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can do things that don't please him and give way to the enemy instead. And that all comes down to the process of sanctification. See, in the Bible, we talk about, you know, mm -hmm. how can Christians have demons? I, again, there's no scripture to back that up. But the Bible talks in New Testament, post-Pentecost, post-Cross, and the Old Testament, every area of the Bible, there was sanctification, which was a process of becoming holy. See, when we receive Christ and we get salvation, we are positionally sanctified. We are blameless. We are forgiven. We are holy. But there's still practical sanctification we need to do. We still got to break free from sin. We still got to get our demons cast out. We still got to break free of curses. We still got to repent and break out of old habits and remove ourselves from the world. There's still job on, on our part. So we think, oh, well, Jesus, we're healed by his stripes because he died on the cross. Well, yeah, but it's still up to us to apply that power. It's not automatically. If it was automatic and we were all immune to demons, then why is the church full of demonized, lost, broken, traumatized, lustful, addicted people? There is no evidence that Christians are immune to demons because look at the state of the church. It's chaotic. There's so many. You'd be seeing miracles every single week, but you don't. Come Unless, on. If, we're not, if Christians are immune to demons, half the pastors and churches and Christians that are preaching that don't even believe in miracles. No, so they don't. It be a miracle from receiving the Holy Spirit that everyone's radically healed. <laughs> the, the, the complete theology and doctrine contradicts itself. Amen. You really, you spoke to so many things just about the miracles, the signs and wonders of God, right? And allowing the Holy Spirit to move and how we limit the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And and there's even more limitations when you're demonized, right? And you're yeah. full of demonic powers, then there's even less room for the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit to move as he intends. And there's so many believers and spiritual leaders and pastors who either don't believe in deliverance, do not operate in the ministry of deliverance which mm. is the basic commission for every single believer and yep. and this is basic this isn't even fivefold ministry gifts talents and the move of god this isn't just revival this isn't just this is actually the call and the commission given to every blood bought born again believer which is to heal the lepers right cast out demons to heal the sick right and and raise the dead all of this this is what god has has asked this is a part of the authority that he has given us as if, as when he gave the keys of the kingdom to us through our dominion power and authority but you will literally mm. go into churches today they don't preach anything or any portion of deliverance any mm. part of it any not for one second and they're so i mean jesus's ministry he performed so much deliverance it's like how do you 
skip over the ministry of Jesus? How do you mm. skip over this in the Bible? How is it that you can walk in a church today and see a line full of handicapped, disabled um, areas for people to come and sit in the congregation? There's no reason why I should be entering into this church and half of the church is elderly, disabled in wheelchairs. When we, mm. I mean, does this make sense to you? And we come yeah. in every week after week after week after week, right? To sit here and listen to a motivational speech, right? Yeah. Pay your tithes and then you leave. No one's healed. No one's set free. No one's made whole. No one's discipled. No one's given the equipment and the tools that are needed. We're pushing our own platforms. Not me. Glory be to God. Mm. Right. But we're pushing. We have, I see people with these huge platforms and followings and, and, and all of this stuff. And they're pushing this and pushing that right. Prosperity, this and that. Now mm. God does call us to be abundant and prosperous and be fruitful and multiply. We are a blessed, uh, um, um, kingdom. We are blessed. So don't confuse me saying that we're not supposed to, we're supposed to be begging and pleading for God's help every day, right? We shouldn't be yeah. doing that at all. We're actually joint heirs in the yeah. kingdom of God. We have everything yeah. he has and he's got everything, everything mm. in his hand. He's the most powerful and the, and the, and the biggest and richest man in the world. And even outside of this world. So mm. that I'm saying that to say is I don't understand even today, the controversy of deliverance and they will literally come against you right from mm. performing and operating in the basic commission of god it's it's sad and it's unfortunate it yeah. truly is yeah yeah it is sad and as you're saying um there's a lot of platforms out there that 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 preach you know getting your abundance and prosperity and, and everything and it's all about your breakthrough and receiving miracles and your wealth increasing and everything is for you and you and you and you and you selfish, see god get all this God. stuff but the Bible actually doesn't teach that. It says mm -mm. deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. So to deny yourself, I mean, you lose everything. You give up your whole life, give up everything you care about to serve me. So why are we preaching about what we want to get? Why are we, why are we preaching that? It's not, that's not the message. It's not the message at all. And I, I tried to live that for years and I didn't get anywhere with God. But when I denied myself and gave up everything, put everything on the altar, every person, every friend, all my free time. I didn't watch Netflix. I didn't play video games. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything but read the Bible and worship God and work. And I saw more breakthrough in that six months than I did in 20 years. Because <laughs> I followed what the Bible says. That's right. That's right. You said nothing but the truth. Um, I am also, you know, in that place as well, right? Mm -hmm. And as as I as I remember that moment of time where the stripping began. Right. Where the mm. stripping began, because I really fully surrendered to God. Like I would give God this before my lukewarm living. Right. As I live for most of my entire life. And so I would give him some things and hold other things, give him some things, hold other things. But when I fully. 100%. I looked up and stuff was disappearing everywhere. Friends was leaving. Family mm -hmm. didn't want to talk to me and hang with me no more. Mm -hmm. I stopped getting invites to people's houses, right? And yeah. I don't watch TV. I don't, you know, and all of this stuff was happening. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, what do I do now, right? How, you know, where do I go? What do I do? And everywhere I went, people are manifesting as I'm coming into the anointing and the call of my life. I'm just going to the store to get some bread and people are manifesting. I'm like, and demons are looking at <laughs> at me and talking to me like what do you want no. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just getting some, I just want some coffee. <laughs> like, right. And mm. so I started to see how certain areas and certain places mm. were grieving the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. In me, certain conversations, all type of things. And I was like, oh my God. And so literally I gave the Lord um not that it was it was his anyway, right? What I gave mm. was already his, <laughs> but yeah. as I surrendered rather these parts of my life that meant the most to me, my children, my family, my money, my career. I spent over 20 plus years building and growing and climbing the corporate ladder. So for 20 plus years, I was a registered nurse, a trauma nurse, critical care nurse. And then I transitioned to give myself some autonomy and went and got some more degrees and became a family nurse practitioner. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm well on my way. I am climbing the corporate ladder on my way to getting my doctorates until the Holy Spirit stopped me, put a whole halt mm. to the process and literally rerouted me to where yeah. I was supposed to be. And now yeah. I'm in full-time ministry. I have left my career, right? Giving my career to God, <laughs> but I'm still using all of the experience and the education and all of that I, that I received by God in my <clears throat> natural um, time and education. I'm actually using it now in the spirit realm. So yeah. I, you know, prior where I was a nurturer and a healer, and I did a lot to help people in trauma, traumatic situations. I was an emergency room nurse and an ICU nurse. And so I've seen a lot of anxiety. I've seen a lot of trauma. I've seen people on the brink of death right in real life and now god has me working as a spiritual midwife i've delivered babies mm. right so mm -hmm. now i'm using my natural experience with my spiritual experience and i'm helping people as a spiritual midwife birth out their mm. purpose into the earth and those things that god has put inside of them and i'm helping mm. people that are literally like the walking dead and they're spiritually yeah. dead right where i've had to jump in when i was an er trauma nurse to save that life right save that life mm. and so now now I'm saving souls, right? Yeah, Versus, awesome. so I've exchanged that in which God, and I remember saying to God, like, was all of this in vain? Was all of those years in vain that mm. I did this? And God, I'm so sorry for not being um, in alignment with your will for my life. And he said, I'm going to use mm. it. I'm going to yeah. use it. Do not worry about what you didn't know. You know now. And now that you know, go forth, my daughter. And mm. I, like you, had to carry my cross. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. the oil <clears throat> is expensive. That cross yeah. is very he heavy. Yeah. And many oil days I have listened, cried, <laughs> and fell out in the floor like, God, can it yeah. be somebody else? Can yeah. it be somebody else? And in the, even in the area of deliverance, he was telling me that, you know, I couldn't find anything in deliverance online. So mm -hmm. the, the Lord divinely connected me to your ministry um, because he wouldn't he doesn't really allow me to go into many ministries, right? He'd be like, mm -mm, mm. Mm -mm, like mm -mm. and so all of my training has been by the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. And so that's the way that God wanted it. And there are times that I've reached out to other ministers or things like, you know, hey, you know, this or that. And God be like, no, mm -mm, come here. I get the answer. I got it. Right. And so he'll I stumble upon your ministry. Very few. And the Holy Spirit's like mm, that. Yes. Do it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, I don't even know this person. Like, I don't <laughs> even know how he got on my feet. Right. But divinely, the Lord connected us. Right. And I looked and I and, and I started and I prayed over it and I was like, I was like, oh, no, he's kingdom. I was like, as you know, it's a difference between being a Christian and being kingdom. 
right? Yeah. And so I was 100%. like, oh, no, no, no. My brother is kingdom. So I took it back to God. <laughs> he said, yes, I want you to partner <laughs> with him. I said, oh, well, okay. Sounds like a plan to me, right? <laughs> In the name of Jesus. So, mm. you know, I just um, wanted to encourage those that are listening, that are trying to maybe find information on deliverance and they're having trouble, right? Like, I don't know who to, you know, this one says this, this one says that. Be led by the Holy Spirit in every area of your life. Be mm. very careful about um, and discern, right, ministries yeah. you follow, people that, you know, that you connect and partner with in Jesus' mm. name, because it's very mm. much important to the call and the assignment on our lives. Now, yeah. I may mention to deliverance and deliverance um, education. You do a lot of that online, Lockie. Tell some people about what your ministry is actually doing in the area of deliverance and you said you mentioned having a deliverance school yeah so um due to my upbringing my parents had been involved with deliverance ministry for um over maybe 15 to 20 years so okay. that church was had a couple hundred people i grew up you know 10 11 years old and i was seeing deliverance happen um i was seeing it uh, i had it happen myself as a you know 15 year old a very dramatic deliverance i, I had read deliverance books from a young age. So um, I, I always knew things. And because I battled with a lot when I wasn't walking right with the Lord, I opened a lot of doorways to different things. And I, during my healing process, which took many years of being delivered of things, I learned a lot how spirits worked and how it operated. And I'd seen it with the fruit of my parents' ministry as well. I, they, wow. I was seeing them see so many people set free. Miracles, healings was just a weekly thing. It wasn't out of the ordinary. Um, and I was... After when I really wanted to get serious with God, he was he was putting the spotlight on deliverance and really wanted me a part of it. And I had had prophetic words when I was younger to be involved with it and that I'll be anointed to do this thing. Um, so I, you know, I had read you know tw over twenty different books, thousands, thousands of pages of deliverance, and there was no there was no really core place because everyone everyone gets their information off social media these days, right? And online, yeah. no one wants to read 20 books. No one wants to read 5,000 pages. And the qualified ministers who were doing it, they're not exactly easy to contact. They didn't really have pages. They weren't posting information. So with all my parents' findings, with all my findings and my experiences, I needed a place to document it. So that's when I started coming up with Deliverance Kingdom and wanted to share my experiences and try and educate people on, on how to do it. And last year, I, I had so many people coming to me because there was just so much fruit from it and so many people getting set free and healed from all different kinds of stuff. I couldn't keep up with it. And I was, there was people who wanted to learn how to do it. Um, people were just bringing their friends and families, whole families was doing mass deliverances last year. And I thought I, I can't, I can't spend my whole life doing this all the time because I know God wants me to do other things. I know, right. I know he wants me to um, work, still work a full-time job that <laughs> isn't ministry for, for the next few years and things like that. So I knew I needed an outlet to, to help educate people to be able to do it because there was no place for other people to, to be able to learn from it and to know what to do. And as the Bible says, we're called to do it. My name, they shall, they shall cast out demons. So I wanted it. There's, um, there's a lot to deliverance and it can be confusing. And I wanted to make it as easy as possible. Um, I'd started out doing videos last year, but um, it was painful to do. I didn't like doing it. And then God showed me a more effective way to do it. So I started posting slides and was able to simplify the information a bit more. Um, which is awesome. So I feel like that's wow. the direction God wants me to do it. Um, heaps of people learning, have plenty of good feedback all the time. Hear, hear plenty of good testimonies and stories from the information I'll be able to um, prepare, which I give all credit to the Holy Spirit for. So it's awesome. I, um, I love educating people about it and letting people know the truth about it because you can't find this information in churches, unfortunately. 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, mm. and hopefully as, as God is using and, and the remnant is rising and he's mm. using people like myself, I have a spiritual warfare virtual mm. online academy, um, where this is what I'm teaching, um, and about prayer and prophetic, um, prayer and, and effective and strategic prayer and how to, um, deliverance, all spiritual warfare things. And so as he's building schools through deliverance kingdom and, and, and through myself, hopefully we, cause we are the church. The church is not a brick and mortar. No, the church is not. me and you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so though we're not learning it in church, God is using us to be that tabernacle, right. That moving yeah. tabernacle to literally. And now with the access that we have online to, um, into the internet and literally you're in Australia right now. It's, mm. it's what time is it there in Australia? <laughs> uh, it's 1150 AM. Okay. It's 1150 AM. <laughs> so it's eight o'clock, almost eight o'clock PM here. Right. But yeah. fortunately for us, there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. And no. so God is here, there and everywhere all at the same time. And so as I, when I'm having my Zoom um, webinars and my master classes for people, right? I have people tuning in from Bermuda. I have people coming in from the Netherlands, from Africa. And they're all coming at different times. They're waking up at one in the morning, three in the morning, just to come in to the, the Zooms and the education and the stuff that we're having. And so, you know, glory be to God as he is building the church. We know revival is here. We are end time warriors and we got to come together, bind ourselves together as he is giving us these divine downloads to give to his people, you know, and showing us the revelation in the word of God that we can partner and help these souls get set free because the devil ain't stopped. His plan and what he got going on against the people of God. He has not stopped. And so, you know, I was just this week, I had a couple of deliverances this week and we're booked. Like I've been booked since December for deliverances and I do more than deliverance, right? Mm -hmm. I have a lot of different things going all at the same time. And I really need the Holy Spirit to help me. Otherwise I couldn't juggle all of these things, but yeah. I had two deliverances this particular <clears throat> week. And I thought that it was interesting because we were talking also about legal rights. I wanted to touch on spiritual legal rights. Mm -hmm. And it was an interesting fact that I saw in two of these deliverances this week, because we, this ministry, we focus very heavily on um, breaking of the breaking of the legal rights, um, the yep. entire process of deliverance as a whole. Um, this ministry, we have a three phase process. We have a three phase. So there's um, an, an intake assessment, right, that they get when they first come in, which is rather lengthy. Um, and then after the intake assessment is completed, we go before the Holy Spirit in prayer because he will not allow me just to deliver every person for a lot mm -hmm. of reasons. And I won't go into the depth of that because I've talked a lot about it before. Right. And so I get clearance from the Holy Spirit with each packet that I receive if they are able to go through to the next phase of deliverance. So our phase two part of the process is actually a process of prayer and fasting. 
And this is done before I can even before I can even deliver you. These are Holy Spirit instructions, mm -hmm. right? And so in the phase two process, you have to go through um, a process of prayer and fasting. And there's some things that are happening in this time. And this time, my team and myself are um, loosing the spiritual warfare strategies that the Lord has given us. So while they're fasting, we're operating as co-laborers in the realm of the spirit. And while they are petitioning God, we we are deploying our warfare strategies as the Holy Spirit gives us for the individual. As that is happening, we are also going into the courtrooms of heaven. And there is a spiritual lawyer that works within this ministry with me. And she partners with the Lord Jesus Christ because it's not her. She's co-counsel. And she goes into the courtrooms of heaven and petitions before the Lord with the with the person that's you know going through, and we go and break the legal rights in the courts of heaven. Once we receive that information by the Holy Spirit with where the demonic powers are, who they are, where they at, where they been, what they doing, then we then go for what's D-Day. We, we will then, the Lord helps us to come up with the date of deliverance. And then we set up their D-Day, which is deliverance. And they actually receive deliverance, but we're empowered. I see some of the people that have been delivered. They on here now, Danielle. Uh, I see Danielle. She said, yes, I've been delivered and used flawed and free. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. So um, in this process, then we're able to break because what I was finding, and you tell me your opinion and your deliverances, what I was finding prior to this process that the Holy Spirit put in place is I would meet people, we'd pray, we'd go before the Holy Spirit, all of this other stuff. And I would get to deliverances and I've heard other ministers references as a failed deliverance, right? As a mm. failed deliverance, meaning like they didn't get full deliverance. They got partial deliverance. And I said, this cannot be correct because in my opinion, nothing that the Holy Spirit, that the Lord Jesus... Listen up, guys, I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e-courses from our Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So if you missed semester one, it's okay. Though you missed the mentorship portion, we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses. So there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights. We discussed the courts of heaven, prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price so i am pray i am prayerful that you will check it out today until next time see you later could ever do can be failed he is perfect mm -hmm. in all of his ways now we may not have the power or the authority because there's different rankings of demons and different authority and all kind of stuff that comes along with the process however the holy spirit the lord jesus christ is the deliverer but i was mm -hmm. coming against some demons that were like we don't care what you're talking about what you're saying we got gen we got legal rights and we're not leaving and that's it mm -hmm. and that's all and I was like, you're a liar, understanding that it was 
legally illegal, stolen, mm. right? Legally illegal. And so I went back to the Holy Spirit and I'm like, listen, your girl ain't finna keep coming to these deliverances and these demons getting up over here trying to keep these people bound in these areas. Yep. Please help me. That's when he implemented um, the process of the <laughs> courts of heaven. And so this particular week, we had a number of them that literally had, even in the courts of heaven, usually when the demons come up in court and they talking crazy and they in there, they say, you know, they tell me, they said they hate me. We hate your ministry. We mad at you. <laughs> They're like, please stop. We hate you. <laughs> but, you know, this particular week, we had multiple demons, multiple that stood on the ground in particular areas of legal rights. And so we are working on a process with the Holy Spirit now um, to come up with a warfare strategy for this. What is your take on legal rights? And helping people understand spiritual legal rights, how to break them, and why it's so important in deliverance. So when we're talking about legal rights, we have to understand that miracles, healing, and deliverance is the children's bread. For the people who love Jesus and want to serve Jesus, um, Jesus says not to give the food to dogs. And dogs are meaning people who have no interest in serving God and then he's talking about the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. So... If they're not wanting to do that, then that's a right for the enemy to have a foothold. It's a right for them. The Bible set, the Bible shows us that demons view us as spiritual houses in Mark. And we can give them, the Holy Spirit owns this house, but we can give them rooms in our house. And it's like, all right, the Holy Spirit is the owner of the house, but we can allow the demons to, have to be tenants. And they have a, a right to stay there because you've given them a right through voluntary sin. Now, there's, a, there's many legal rights that can come into play. And for the most part, the most common one is, People don't have a strong enough relationship with the Holy Spirit. They don't have an active prayer life. They're not spending time with the Holy Spirit. They're not worshiping. They're not repenting. They're, they're not confessing sin. They're living in secret sin. Uh, they're not fasting. Um, all these things, it makes your spirit man very weak. And that's a foothold for, for the enemy to stay because it shows God that you're not serious. See, people can receive, and sorry, in the New Testament when Jesus was here, you'd see Every single person that came to Jesus for healing had to have faith first. That's you right. Know, That's right. Jesus, you know, people would be coming through the ceiling uh, and they'd be running from cities and Jesus would say, such great faith. Your faith has healed you. So we know we've got to have faith. When we don't have that strong enough relationship with the Holy Spirit and we're not, and we're not keeping his commandments, we're not demonstrating faith. So then we can match the scripture up and say, well, hey, we're, the enemy has a right to, to be here if we're not actually doing what God says. We're not actually children of God if we're not doing what God says because it's the children's bread. Now, there's other legal rights that, that I always see. And um, you know, another big one is unforgiveness. See, God says, if if we want to be forgiven by the Father, right. then we need to forgive our brothers and sisters. So if we're living with unforgiveness, it is direct rebellion against God. It is evil and wicked. And um, having a lot of hate in your life is pretty much the same thing. And when we talk about forgiveness, we don't mean go and be friends with that person who traumatized you again. It's not about that. It's about giving these situations when they pass that hurt us to God and allowing Him to and allowing Him to heal us instead. Because Amen. holding on to bitterness, resentment, hate, unforgiveness is a foothold for the enemy, and it will destroy your life. It is completely destructive. Um, some more. The Bible talks a lot about pride. Now, pride is another legal right that needs to be broken. Pride is the opposite to what God wants us to be. We're called to be humble before God. Thank so you. when we're acting prideful, which is the main personality trait of lucifer and his demons they were too prideful to serve god so if we're, right. us as humans 
are too prideful to serve God and we, we're too good to read the word. We're too good to worship. We're too good to really repent. And we come to a minister expecting God to heal us. Holy Spirit's going to go, no, no, sorry. You're not one of my children. You're, you, um, you need to you need to get yourself right with me. So again, that's a legal that's right. right for the enemy to be there because you haven't dealt with your sins. We're talking about breaking legal rights. We're talking about dealing with the sin in your life so that God can intervene, intercede, and heal you and start that process. Some other legal rights that um, that I see is a disbelief towards God and healing. I've had many religious people come because they want to see what it feels like. They don't really believe it. And they tell me all genuine stuff. You know, they're with with God. They, they spend a relationship and they're repentant. Holy Spirit's telling me they don't actually believe it. They don't actually believe it. And when I ask them about it, it's true. So, wow. again, the wrong attitude can stop you from getting deliverance and healed. Wanting to do things your way and not God's way is another um, lack of temple maintenance. If you're burning yourself out, if you're overworking, if you're using, if you're uh, drinking all the time, if you're not eat, eating good nutritious food and you're living off junk, that you're you're committing rebellion against God's temple, which is your body. You're not. Why would God heal you if you're just going to go destroy your body again? So there's some measures, or you know, measures, rights, or just you know, principles that need we need to. No, no matter which way you want to say it, some principles, rights, or or things you would need to do in order for deliverance to be successful. Because I've also done many deliverances where it's failed and it's not the minister's failure. It's not the Holy Spirit's failure. It's not Jesus's failure. You no. Know. Living in sin. Sin is what fails us. Sin is what fails us. And you can see that you can see the fruit in people's lives when it does fail because they instantly, instantly point the finger and don't, and they'll get mad at God. They'll get mad at the minister. And, and it's funny because, all right, well, I can see where your relationship with God is because you're not you're not genuine about this. You're not humble. It's all about you, you, you. So, in order to save people's time, the minister and the person, it's good to go through somewhat of a process in order to just kind of get on get a good foundation for the ministry first. Because if there's not, see, in Mark the Bible talks about um, demons coming back worse. Yes, and Matthew twelve forty three to forty five. That verse shows us that doing deliverance on people who aren't filled with the spirit or don't want it or don't have it is dangerous. It is so if dangerous. it's not for unbelievers, who's it for? It's for Christians. So it's not going to be something we're doing on people who aren't serious. Now, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. These people can have the Holy Spirit and just be grieving it and living in sin. And sometimes these demons may, may leave just so they can come back worse. So it's also our job as ministers to make sure that the person is genuine. And it does take a lot to, for demons to come back. I've experienced it myself. And it's it's not it's not an easy thing. You do have to engage in the same sins and really kind of rebel and not care. And but God sees people's hearts, and He will call that off and make the deliverance fail in order to prevent them from coming back. Just to look out for the person. And that yes. Person hates God and says, "Oh, you didn't heal me." But God's saying, "I'm actually looking after you because I know what your future's holding, and you're going to go back to it, and they're going to come back worse." So it's up to us as ministers to create that foundation, a healthy foundation, where we know the person's going to maintain it. Now, religious people will say, oh, you know, once God heals, it's final. How can people be having to maintain stuff? Well, we're still sinners. We're still sinners and people are going to struggle. Deliverance is a process. And as much as deliverance does produce instant miracles and instant healings, it's still a process. We have a lot of things in our past that uh, a lot of bad habits, a lot of strongholds and things we need to deal with that can just take time to get over. You know, I have, I've had some dramatic healings, instant healings, as I explained earlier with like, Depression being immediately broken off, suicide being broken off, anxiety, PTSD being broken off. 
but there's still things like strongholds and bad thought patterns that took me ages to get over, you know, controlling, um, controlling, you know, um, how I look at women or it, it, just things like that, being able to, um, you know, as the fruits of the spirit, self-control. So we need to get in, implant self-control in order to be able to maintain our, maintain our healing so that these things don't come back. So when people say that maintaining healing isn't a thing, well, they're not actually looking at the scripture because in order to be safe, as the chapter says in Mark, we, we, that this place that our spiritual house needs to be guarded by the Holy Spirit. It needs to, it, the demon seed swept and clean and nothing guarding it. So it needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to guard us and protect us. Amen. You said some mouthfuls, like literally you covered it A to Z. I have told a lot of people, I, I recall one deliverance in particular, I'd done all I could to help this young lady. She couldn't even sleep in her room. And um, I, when I came to her home for her deliverance, she, mm. I mean, her room was swept clean, like perfect, right? Mm. She said, I haven't been in there for three months. They were literally tormenting her. She had to take all the mirrors down out of her home. They were snatching her from the mirrors, you know, in and out of the mirrors and stuff like that. I mean, just mm. a lot of witchcraft, a lot of stuff going on. And mm. there was a particular matter that I was trying to get her to come out of agreement with in the area, mm. um, in a number of areas, one being alcoholism and some other things. And she just, just, would, just was upset, just very angry. Because I said, the only way you're going to receive deliverance the way she's like, it's that, you know, I saw Isaiah Saldivar is what she told me, you know, I saw Isaiah Saldivar online and he did this and, and the demon came out. Right. And mm. so why can't you cast this demon out of me? Like, and I'm so, I'm like, <laughs> you know, trying to explain to her, ma'am, there's a re personal responsibility to your mm. process that you mm. must either come out of agreement with or come in or come into agreement with in order for God to heal you, to help you, to deliver mm. you. And she yes. was dead set on making it my problem. Right. And so fortunately for me, I knew better. But one of the yeah. you know main things that I teach the people that come into this ministry or within my warfare academy is about the responsibility and the accountability that must be um, present in the area and in deliverance. You must be desperate for de deliverance. You must yeah. desire deliverance. This yeah. ministry, we don't do drive-through deliverance. So no. if you think you're going to pull up and I'm going to mm. snatch out demons like an exorcist, and you're going to mm. move on about your way and live your life. So it don't work mm. like that. At least not here. Yeah. We're dealing with yeah. a lot of ancestral ancient demons and a lot. Of, I mean, legions and legions and millions. Right. <laughs> and a lot of high ranking authoritative demons. And so it's a process. And even beyond when they leave me, I help them mm. set up a plan as mm. to how to maintain their deliverance. I have an mm. ebook that everyone that comes to my deliverance, it says, I've been delivered. Now what? And in mm. that ebook that says that it's helping them with the tools that they need to maintain their deliverance. Because I say what's more important than you receiving deliverance is you maintaining it. Because mm. what you don't want to do is to instantly go back and open up those doors. Yeah. And if you don't understand your authority and your power and how to use it, if you don't yeah. understand how to build your spiritual muscles and the spirit, how to mature and become more disciplined in your living, this isn't just mm. a fast for deliverance. You should be mm. living a lifestyle of fasting. I tell yeah. my group, and, they, and many of them are on here tonight. I fast more than I eat 
right? Because yeah. of the work that I do, right? And so I have to fast for people, turn my plate down, and I don't have to do anything, but it's a part of, you know, the work and the will of God. And so I'm I'm not, I'm fasting for my family to get free and to receive salvation and get deliverance. I'm fasting for strangers, people I don't know, right? I'm coming against some high authoritative demons and God is like, I need you to fast. Like, I need you to, you, your yeah. team, let's get it. Then I'm like, okay, like he's like this one, these mm. over here, I need, okay, mm. I need y'all. And so I'm like, oh, right. And so mm. then I prepare for the deliverance. And so, you know, you, you must, it, you can't always be looking to. Mm. Oh, Lost Tina. Oh, okay. I don't know. It just went off there. The devil is a liar. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, that was a liar. <laughs> they said, oh, no, you're talking too much. But, you know, I was saying that maintenance is really important. And I was saying that it's more important than even the mm. act and the process of receiving deliverance. And so I usually will gauge that and the mm. discerning of the Holy Spirit will help me in the beginning yeah. stage of that process. And for sometimes some of the people that come through this ministry, their deliverance is delayed. Right. Yeah. God will delay it out of protection and they'll get yeah. upset because they were like, I've been waiting three months. You know, like, why haven't you delivered me yet? And I said, and yeah. again. I have to wait on the Holy Spirit, right? It's him yeah. who's delivering you. Now I can step in and look like a clown and think that <laughs> I'm just going to deliver you on my time, but it has mm. to be God's time. And usually he reveals in that time, like mm. my daughter got something going on. I need you to go talk to them. This is what's mm. happening in their life. I need them to yeah. stop doing this. I need them to let this relationship go before they get delivered. I need them yeah. to disconnect from the soul tie. There's something going on in the maternal bloodline. I need you to yeah. go into the blood. I need you to pray for this. I need you to partner in this. I need you, right? And then I have to pull the person back in for a call. And, and you should see the looks on most of their faces are like, <laughs> how did you know? Like, this just happened yesterday, right? <laughs> it just yeah. happened this morning. I'm like, Holy Spirit told me, mm. right? And they're like, oh, and then it gives them a prayer point. It gives them something to take accountability to, to partner, to actually get them the deliverance that God mm. desires. And so, you know, it's a team effort, right? Some people yeah. like, like, you know, or uh, can be very spiritually lazy and they just want to show up and they want you to use your gifts and your talents and for you to yeah. pour your anointing out and them to do nothing, absolutely nothing. And it just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. what would you say to those that are seeking deliverance, maybe afraid of deliverance and just don't understand um, mm. the process of deliverance or but they're really wanting to to get deliverance? What would you recommend to them? I think when the most part people are afraid of confronting demons, but when we carry authority over them, why would you be scared? Right. It's like it's like seeing a child in a in a playground. Like you're gonna you're gonna have an authority over them as an adult to 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 I don't know, in some sense when when I'm referencing to you know a child or someone or someone smaller in a sense. You're gonna you're gonna have authority over them because you're an adult, whether it's your your you know your son or daughter or something. 
you're not going to be afraid of something you have authority over. Um, that's right. And I think that's when we've been given divine authority, I don't see why Christians are so fearful because they go to a lot of churches and you say to, they don't even want to say the word demon. And it's like we're creating a stronghold of fear among the entire church congregation. Yeah. Because we're not even a, we can't even say the word demons. And when we're talking about deliverance and casting them out, Jesus did it and he did it to set people free and told us to do it. So if you have faith and trust in Jesus but are scared of demons, just realize that the deliverance is the ministry of Jesus. And when you're getting set free, it's Jesus doing it. In the process, Jesus is there with you yes. doing your work. It's not us. It's not the person. That's right. It's the Holy Spirit and Jesus within us that is doing the ministry and setting you free. So when we say, I'm afraid of deliverance, what you're really saying is, I'm afraid of Jesus. <laughs> and again, that it reflects the level of trust that we that we have in him. So when people That's say good. they're afraid of deliverance, there's a couple of ways you can go about it. But I think for the most part, it's just important to know that we have authority over all powers. Uh, we still need to break rights that we have when we're given them a foothold, but there's no need to be afraid of demons when we have when we're under the under the covering of God. So it's up to you us to use the authority. It doesn't happen automatically. We're not automatically immune to everything. It's up to us to use the power of the cross. The power of the cross was wasn't there to automatically break everything. It's up to us to grab it and take hold to help us through this process of sanctification. So knowing that the power of Understanding the power of the cross and the power of what happened there at the resurrection, the blood will help you understand the power that you carry over demons. So if you want to learn more about having authority over demons and why we shouldn't be afraid is to really understand what happened at the cross and know that it was a day of defeat for Satan. And in deliverance, it's a top tip because they hate talking about it. You start mentioning that demons start to freak out and they manifest and people start screaming and rolling around. (laughs) And it's, It's funny because, yeah. It's nothing to be afraid of when you when you realize when they submit to the Holy Spirit that's in you, not to us, not to me and Tina as people, but the Holy Spirit within us. That's what they're scared of. It's not us doing it. So it's a supernatural fight, and it's not something we should be afraid of when we've got a lot of faith in God. Come on, Lucky. You dropping some real gems tonight. I mean, it feels so good to have somebody that speaks the same language, right? Because sometimes um, when you're sharing the story of deliverance and there's so much controversy against it or so much limited information about it, um, people are very hesitant and understanding. So you kind of feel like, Um, And so I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me um, because I have to speak and share um, according in accordance to what they can receive. Right. Um, Because um, some of the supernatural experience um, that we experience, we stay in the spirit realm. So we are always Mm. talking to a demon or talking to the Lord or talking to angels. Right. (laughs) Right. The Holy Spirit. I mean, it's I, I experience the supernatural every day. In ways mm. that I've never seen. I mean, I've literally experienced um, um, Michael in my room. He's, you know, Gabriel's sitting in the bed next to me, right? And mm. and I'm going in prayer, and Michael is waiting on the instructions as I'm as the Holy Spirit's telling me do that what to say in prayer. And I'm seeing angels being dispatched. I mean, I mean, angels with flaming swords, and I'm seeing real war, like right, mm. right. And so I'm sharing, and and my partner in my ministry, she's a seer. Um, beyond seers and she operates in the courtrooms of heaven. So um, the Lord uses my voice a lot and there's weapons I've been given in the spirit realm. And so he uses us together in the spirit realm as she sees 
And so what she sees, I don't see. What I see, she doesn't see. And so we partner together in prayer. And it's literally, I'm telling you, if you've ever seen like, well, I don't know, those little video games. I, I'm not a video game person, right? It's 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 more amazing than any video game you've ever seen. To literally see demons and literally see angels just, whoa, just with their swords, mm. just because killing them like in the spirit realm i mean it's like oh my god like annihilating these demonic mm. powers and so you we're all excited sometimes we come out of prayer we're like did you see that did you see what they did did you see so like oh my god right mm. <laughs> you know and so to see the supernatural in such a way and so I experienced the supernatural every day, right? Every day. And so as I'm trying to help others to build um, their personal relationships with Christ and understand deliverance, I know sometimes it feels intimidating, but I, but it's not. It's really what how God actually wants us all to live. It is exactly mm -hmm. how he wants us to, we're supposed to, we're spirits. We're spirits first in a body. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we should be sensitive in the realm of the spirit. We should be able to see in the spirit. We should. And of course, we have different gifts and things like that. But it's it's supposed to be to operate in the power and the glory of God. That's who he is. And that's who mm -hmm. we are. Glory be to God. So I want to talk about one last thing before we go. And I'll give you your day back. I appreciate your time. <laughs> but, you know, one of the biggest things that I've seen in this area of deliverance is witchcraft, the witchcraft. You know, it used to be very much hidden. Right. If you were a witch or or if you operated in witchcraft in some sort of way, you you know, it wasn't as um, open before people. Now, now everybody mm. everywhere. It's not even hidden anymore. Satan is just out here just people with their tarot, you can't even turn the TV on social media without seeing a tarot card reading, a psychic something, astrologer. Mm. Oh God, the astrology and the horoscopes just, oh Jesus. I'm like, mm. oh my gosh. I mean, just all of this witchcraft. Talk to me about your experience with deliverance in the area of witchcraft. These crystals are popular, uh, smudging with sage. Yeah super popular. Give me your perspective on this witchcraft manifestation movement. So when we talk about the spirit of witchcraft, um, well, when we go back to scripture, sorry, witchcraft, the word witchcraft comes from the word rebellion. So demons committed rebellion against God, which was, which was, which was witchcraft. So when we're knowing that rebel, that's where the word come from is rebellion. When we refuse to follow God and we disobey his orders, we're also committing witchcraft. So when it comes to deliverance, witchcraft is the most common spirit because it's actually the spirit of, it's, spirit of rebellion is, is, is different, but spirit of witchcraft is a type of rebellion that we commit against God when we refuse to serve him. When we, um, when we, use, when we use drugs and party and damage our temple, we're committing witchcraft. So we give a foothold to spirit of witchcraft. When we try and there's, there's many counterparts to witchcraft. See, when we act in man manipulation, intimidation, domination, or control, these are the these are the characteristics of witchcraft. They're, they're how demons operate. They're how literal demon powers operate. They're how drugs operate in, in our mind. It's how the criminals operate, or criminals as in demons as well. So there's there's many counterparts. And we talk about witchcraft powers when we're going into like divination and necromancy and and all you know spells and stuff. Those kinds of spirits are more specific on how you deal with them. Like it would be spirit of divination, spirit of necromancy, 
spirit of black magic, whatever, whatever it is. Um, they're all, they're all counterparts of witchcraft, but witchcraft is very common because it's we, when we refuse to serve God and disobey his commandments, we're actually committing witchcraft. Wow. So as you know, witchcraft is forbidden and it's, it is. um, it's a sure way to the wrong path when we die. So we need to not be committing witchcraft. We need to be obeying the Holy Spirit. We need to be obeying God and and how He's instructed us to live. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I see a lot of people. These occult practices, you know, that mm. are associated with witchcraft, um, and unknowingly, people don't know that. In our generational bloodlines, uh, um, especially those of African descent, I see it really um, increasing rather heavily in mm. the African-American culture. Um, and I'm sure it's more than us. Right. But um, more specifically, I'm seeing it target a lot of the African-American women. And so, yeah. and, you know, they want to be goddesses and, you know, mm. there's this real um, self-serving sort of um agenda being pushed you know me 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 you know it's on there yeah. you and they're perverting um the um the word of god through their mantras right yeah. not of god their own you know they're taking affirmations and making them that and pushing um yoga pushing um these mm. meditation metaphysical sort of spiritual health and healing like you know i've been hurt and i've been traumatized and the world is against me so now i'm just gonna build my life on me and my own self-care now god does want us to care for ourselves mm. but they're taking big self-care and making it more self-absorbed right making yeah. it more about themselves versus god and so they're replacing god through idolatry and worship and mm. it's I'm, I'm seeing ancestral altars they're taking pictures of their altars they're feeding their altars and they're putting it i'm seeing it everywhere right just oh what does your altar look like and what is your you know altar and we can receive power we can do this and that and I have just been so grieved. My spirit has been so grieved um, because majority of what people are seeing is the deception of this false power that they see that's mm. being given through deception, the spirit of deception and the enemy. And so people are seeing them um, obtain wealth. Right. Which we know is in exchange for something, not knowing that this most times is connected to a bloodline um covenant like a, bl a bloodline altar there's there's witchcraft not nine times out of ten in almost every deliverance i have I, i'm finding right these altars um these evil altars and things that have been erected into their bloodline and it goes back some time the lord has given this ministry provision um generationally up to five million generations but anywhere between now and five million back um, the Holy Spirit has shown us altars in people's lives and what they don't know is when they come into agreement in their sin and saging and crystals and all of these other things that they are strengthening those covenants. There are covenants mm. and some of them made through blood sacrifices or through animal sacrifices or just literal altars. And some are still actively practicing within their bloodlines that they don't know. And they're wondering yeah. why they're coming against these brick walls. Why can't they move forward? Why are they being limited in the move of God in their life? Because they have no idea that they got a dream catcher somewhere, right? That they got as a gift. And, you know, now this curse item is coming 
into their home and, you know, and it's just a combination of these things through ignorance or mm. through rebellion that I just, yeah. I want, this is what I want to do. I think these crystals are pretty, you know, and it seems to help me when I sage my house, which is mm. deception, right? Um, and they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I feel better when this happens. It's me, 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 me. And they yeah. don't understand that most of their warfare <laughs> is because of their disobedience, because of their rebellion, because of their um, unwillingness to separate from yoga, from these practices, from mm. these occult objects and all of these things. And they don't know that that great, 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 great grandmother was a witch. They don't know mm. that there's literally an, an alive altar, right? It could be a photography altar with literally their picture on it or something they've gotten from social media. And you're sitting mm. here trying to figure out why you can't move ahead, why you can't be set free. And it's these evil altars and this witchcraft that you've come into agreement with. This mm. is huge. You can do all the fasting you want in the world. You can do all that you want. But if you don't face this witchcraft demon head on and all of its allegiances and contacts and connections, you will still be bound in a number of areas of your life, if you do not seek the Holy Spirit and his wisdom and his vice and his sound counsel with, I don't care if it's a person, I don't care if it's a, a thing, I don't care if it's a book, I don't care what it is. There is nothing that's more important to hold on to, to keep you from getting free. Nothing, mm. nothing yeah. at all. Yeah. Nothing, and I think it's nothing. important to state as well that, um, Obviously, it's predominantly women who are involved with uh, witchcraft powers and stuff. When we look at Genesis, we see that Satan tricked Eve into saying, you, you can be like God and I'll give you powers. So exactly, we know that you know, that's the main belief of, of New Age. You're, you're a goddess. You do your own thing. You're an in-sport. It's the same lie that the enemy said to Eve. So um, wow, and I never a lot of women of or people that go to these practices, they go to there because they're very hurt and they've had a lot of trauma in their life and they go in the crystals for healing. They go on to yoga for healing. They're not aware that actually they can get it from God. So when we try to confront these people who are involved in these practices and say this is demonic and evil, it's a pretty much sure backfire way for it to not work. So it has to be preceded with a lot of caution and show them like this isn't the power of God. See, the Bible is clear that there's only two sources of power. God's power and Satan's power. There's no in-between. There's no universal power. There's no world power. God, God, the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. So when we're talking about, oh, it's just the world, brother, it's just the universe's power, you're actually saying it's satanic power by biblical, um, by biblical scripture. So you're either getting power, if any kind of spiritual power or spiritual benefit that does not come from directly from God is coming from Satan. So we're looking at spiritual insight, spiritual knowledge and um, spiritual clarification and yoga and all this new age stuff it's completely demonic and i've seen the outcome of people who are involved with, with this stuff and i kick the things out every week i've seen people who have done kundalini yoga once and had dramatic deliverances i've wow. seen people deliverances fail when we go back to legal rights people who are trying to get set free from this stuff but they're not throwing out their objects see people will still want their crystals in their house because it looks nice and then their deliverance fails because they don't want to throw it out. Or that psychic book that they bought 20 years ago that was 50 bucks, they don't want to throw it out. So they don't get set free. So it's even though we a lot of people may not understand it, we have to realize that we can't lean up on our own understanding about these things. And 
people may think, well, uh, you know, it's benefit or health wise and stuff. I know in Australia, you know, in kindergartens, they're teaching kids how to meditate. In our, um, you know, family general stores like Kmart and Big W, they're selling children's clothing with psychic eyes, all the star signs on there. This is for like four or five year old kids. So, wow, Satan is coming after our kids, and it doesn't help that yes. a lot of generational spirits are being passed down from their parents because of the involvement with it. We look on TikTok, the number one, or I'm pretty sure it's the number one um, the hashtag was Witch Talk. It's like wow. billions and billions of views. So. I think it's important consideration as well. Even Netflix, every show you look on there, it stems from magic or witchcraft. Yes. Or power. So everything we do or what your kids are watching, every movie, every show, it's all to do with spiritual power that doesn't come from God. So we have to, we have to really start to pray into things and say, is this really of God? Is this really, is this, is this something I should be watching? Is this something I should be listening to? Is this something my kids should Amen. be doing? Um, as we know, witchcraft, one of the counterparts is manipulation. So it's only to be, we shouldn't be surprised when all this witchcraft that's surrounding our world is manipulating us under the scenes unknowingly for us to be trapped into it, to control us. Again, a lot of people are just manipulated and controlled by witchcraft already to think that yoga is okay, to think that reading a star sign is okay, to think that communicating with dead family members, which aren't, <laughs> which are actually demons, it's all, it's all okay. But they're being exactly. controlled and manipulated by demons to do it in the first place. It's all a lie. The only healing that you can ever get or ever will get that is lasting and genuine is from Jesus and a relationship with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. And, you know, we could close even on that because, hey, I literally could talk about the Lord and the, and the ministry of deliverance, which is a ministry of love not of anything else. Mm. It's the greatest love that we could ever experience is being set free from bondage. Mm. Um, and so, and really seeing the true love of God for us in the kingdom. And so I am just so proud and so happy for what God is doing in the remnant, right? <laughs> what, yeah. what he is doing in me and in you and in your ministry. If you don't mind sharing how people can contact you, um, I don't know what ministry services you provide or your family provides, but if you don't mind maybe leaving in the comments or just kind of um, verbally telling us how people can find you. I don't know if you have a YouTube. Do you have YouTube? No. Okay. So at the moment, I'm just posting information about um, deliverance and trying to raise people up in it. Um, God is doing many different things in my life right now. And um, I, I've he's led me to do... Um, Working in many other different areas and looking up, um, I'm not in a position to be able to do a lot of ministry because I'm working full time, okay. um, which is another calling that God's put in my life, another reason. So I'm trying to balance out um, how many people I can look after. My parents okay. aren't, aren't currently operating ministry, but I'm doing large scale ministry at a church that we are looking at doing mass deliverances in person. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of doing Zoom deliverances or anything. They can be effective. But it's not something God has, has called me to do. He's called me to be um, very in person and um, br trying to trying to be as effective as, as I can with it in person. People who are local and who can access me easily. That's okay. uh, I'm just so I'm just being obedient in that. If He tells me to make a YouTube, I will. Um, but I haven't at the moment. So um, I, okay. I, but I look forward to what the Holy Spirit's doing. 
That's right. That's right. Mm. You definitely have to be cautious and careful um, yeah. about about how you operate mm. in the call. Right. Yeah. Though it's good and it's for God, you still must yeah. be led with who, where, yeah. when and how. Um, and yeah. I operate under the same principles with yeah. everything. Um, and so I'm in full time ministry now, but I was part time yeah. when I was still in the hospital. God called me mm. out. And so even in being in work, working full time, he, the Holy Spirit is still very selective with what I can yep. pose, when I can write, when I can go live, when yep. I can't write. Um, and so um, the, the world standards, they want you to chase algorithms and all of this other stuff. Right. Mm. And, you know, God gives strategy. He always has a plan for everything. But um, I tell people all the time, I actually remove more followers from my list than mm. I look for them to come. Right. Because I know the ones that God has called me to serve will come and he yeah. will send them as he sees fit. And I follow God's algorithm. I don't follow YouTubes or, or Instagrams or any other. And so I only post even on my podcast, the topics, mm. the people and the things like that. Um, we have to be very careful, right? We have to be very careful and be led by the Holy Spirit. So thank you yep. for your obedience, for what oh, God you. has given you and what he will allow and release unto you in the days to come. I pray that the blood of Jesus covers you in your life, in your career, in you. your family and everything you do and for taking the time to partner with me and the Holy Spirit tonight and today mm. for you, right? This morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, to Thank share you your wisdom with me um, and others. It was greatly appreciated. I mm. would like to ask those that are remaining, um, do you have a cash app, Lockie? No, no. No? No, I don't like to take. Uh, oh. I, Holy Spirit hasn't asked me to be taking donations. He looks after me enough in many different areas. So um, I'm just living under that obedience as well. I, do, I don't feel right taking Donations as much as I respect and honor people who want to bless me, I would say um, give it to you instead or give it to their local church. Um, okay. That's what I ask you to do with any kind of donations or blessings. Yeah, um, I'm okay. blessed enough. I don't need any more. <laughs> I, I know that's right. Um, God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way, right? Um, yeah. Only when he tells me, because it's been times where he's mm. like, I, you know, I want them to sow, right? Or he'll actually, you most mm. of the time he speaks to somebody else. And they're like, yeah. the Lord just told me to do this. And I say, if he told you now, mm. make sure that, you know, follow his leading. Don't be disobedient, <laughs> um, yeah. of course. But the God always provides, right? He Because yeah. my deliverances are free. 80% of what I do is free. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Everything other 20. I do is free too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all free. And I've gotten slack for it, right? Because people say, yeah. Al, if I was doing deliverance for free, I'd have people line up around the door and I'd be broke. And I was like, mm. what's mm. wrong with you? Like, yeah. is that your heart posture to yeah. help people? Wow. So people mm. got to give you something in order mm. for you. When God literally has provided for me, I was making yeah. six figures and I left my six figure job, six figure plus yeah. job to work for free. So I yeah. know my friends and family were looking at me like this girl and really lost her whole entire mind. She has four degrees and, <laughs> and uh, 26, 20 plus years of experience. And you left. But mm. that's just the way it is. When God calls you, you got to go. Just like yeah. he called the disciples, they had to mm. go. They had to drop yeah. their nets and take up their crosses and go. Yeah. 
And yeah. that's what happened. And literally God has provided. Mm. He has provided. People have sown and donated that I didn't even yeah. ask. I just woke up out of my sleep and they donated. Right. And I yeah. was like, glory be to God. I didn't mm. even. Right. But putting my faith and my trust in God, I didn't know how I was going to live, eat, move. But he has yeah. fed me just like he fed Elijah. Right. Just as he sent the ravens. I mean, like he literally I have not gone in lack or without or yeah. anything working for free for the Lord. He's the best boss I've ever mm. had in Jesus name. So thank mm. you for your obedience and your endless work for the kingdom. I know you got a lot of crowns and jewels mm. coming your way in, the, in, in eternity. I will definitely see you, but hopefully we'll speak Amen. more in the future. God yeah. bless you and may God, God keep bless you. you too. Yes. Thank you very thank, much. Yes. And thank and you everyone thank for watching. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone that came on tonight and partnered with us with your time and sold your time. I just appreciate Joseph coming on and speaking with us about deliverance. I enjoyed myself. I pray that you enjoyed yourself as well. If you're following and watching from YouTube, make sure that you subscribe now. Click the bell so that you can receive notifications for our future broadcast here and all of the videos that we upload in the area of deliverance and spiritual warfare. Share this video now with someone that you know can use this valuable information in Jesus' name. If it resonated with you in your spirit and you received deliverance in this day just from the word of God that has been shared with you, make sure you share with others. Share with the world. So like this video and make sure you share it with others. Thank you thank you. God bless you. May God keep you until next time, guys. You guys be blessed. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.